Welcome to the Raising Vibrations podcast, where your hosts, Simon and Jennifer, connect to discuss evolutionary astrology and human design, our personal inspiration and passion for knowledge as a guiding light to these times of change. Okay, so today we're going to be uh, talking a little bit about the nature of surrender, yin, the principle of understanding life as a state of existence that has no agenda mm-hmm. um, I find it really interesting that we have been processing this and that we've just had a full moon take place where um, the sun has been in a conjunction with Neptune in Pisces which in astrology would be the reference or the archetype associated with the state of being that's ultimately non-dual Mm-hmm. And the nature of of itself is purely receptive. It's it's returning to source. Mm-hmm. And the the full moon, for for those of you that follow astrology in that way, in the sign of Virgo, those two signs themselves, the the Pisces sign or the Pisces and the Virgo uh, constellation or archetypes, they're, they're in a polarity to each other, so 180 degrees apart they uh, reflect the nature of life Mm. as a macrocosm and microcosm okay and it's it's how we uh spiritualize Mm -hmm. okay so the in order for consciousness um, or a state of uh, pisces energy to to be um to to flow through it needs a container okay and so that virgo archetype is the earth sign so what it does is it it's it is part of the earth trinity which is capricorn and and taurus and it represents as i said the, the 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 substance or the physical life itself that we have okay and more so specifically if we are to make it about our uh, human experience it's the the daily activities that we do okay the, the routines and the essence of neptune or pisces or the 12th house or consciousness meaning um is channeled through that daily activity and if we are in a sense filling our day or our daily activity with meaning or the, the state of, of consciousness that is, uh, which we'll get into, which is the state of being, and we infuse it, then our life has a sense of deeper connection. Whereas if it's void of that, if it's absence mm-hmm. of that, then life can feel meaningless. It can feel mundane and, and, um, and exactly that void. Yeah. which is a word that's associated with the, the Virgo archetype in astrology. It's the void. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so another, another way to see this would be the marriage between heaven and earth as an example in different types of religions or spiritual cultures. Um, something that you were talking about uh, uh, two days ago or a day ago is the as above, so below uh, axiom. Yeah. Macrocosm, microcosm. Uh, in astrology, if we think about the outer planets, 
as Pluto, Neptune, Uranus, um, I've always liked to see them as the ambassadors of the universe that come to our solar system to awaken uh, deeper aspects and understandings about reality and, and the nature of, of existence itself in the human form, and the human form being our solar system, right? The sun sign or the sun being at the center and Saturn being um, the boundary uh, and the outer planets kind of are the deep unconscious right. and they, they're constantly communicating to us through experiences like um, events that happen globally and individually that are very overwhelming and um, sometimes most of the time we can't really make sense of it like immediately as it's occurring which is why um if we have very deep sudden impacts mm. you know uh in our in our experience from the unconscious it can be traumatizing to us because the nature of what is occurring um cannot be uh, processed mm. in the moment with the ego so you know there becomes all sorts of kind of things that manifest from that but i i I like I like exploring and, and understanding and probing into this really, I think, widely explored phenomena, especially in Eastern cultures, about mm -hmm. you know what what is this human experience about, mm. why are we here and what what is it all, you know, trying to do and, and I'm I think it's a question that um, most people that struggle with existentialism, <laughs> in some sense, um, have to find a way to. To answer that question, even if it's not the absolute truth, because it is an, a really interesting place that we are here, we are existing on this rock, and um, what is it all about? I think when you're when we're exploring that question, what helps me, at least, is to always look at what is. Mm -hmm. So, to to look at nature. As in the the nature of how things naturally manifest a as it's reflected back to us mm -hmm. as to not get too like lost in the nebulous nature of of everything and nothing um to look at how how things are cyclical, for example, okay. how things are at the natural laws that govern our existence, um, how evolution takes place. Mm -hmm. And it, br it always brings me to this absolute acceptance of what is and that that's ultimately the place that right. i think that we this like neptune sun this full moon in in virgo, in virgo pisces with the sun conjunct neptune there um can reveal to us is that you know we we question our existence and we it, we try to find answers and purpose and meaning and really it's it's so simple and it's so right under our noses mm -hmm. that we 
we tend to miss it. Like we tend to overcomplicate things. Yeah. And we've been approaching life from a very yang perspective mm. of trying to make things happen and to organize things it's been very separate from the nature of nature itself and right. of earth and we've been very much living from our minds for a long time which in itself is is a perfect part of evolution so i'm not saying that that's wrong in any way but at some point nature itself or natural law says that we would be returning back to a state of beingness mm -hmm. or through the cyclical nature of things we will experience things through polarities and so our separating phase as in our moving away from source moving away from what we are exploring expanding um advancing creating you know, this this yang approach to life ultimately will inevitably lead to a return eventually where yeah. what we have created becomes too challenging to sustain. It becomes void of meaning. We begin to see the the lack in ourselves as we have explored things to such a degree or advanced ourselves to such a degree without a connection to our innate nature that we naturally begin to question what is real for us okay and and i think that that that's naturally reflected in the water trine anyway yeah. Isn't it like the... That's right. So we're, we're constantly reminded of of death. <laughs> and we want to run away from it. Yeah. And avoid it and hold mm -hmm. it at bay. But it's always there. You know, it catch, catches up with us eventually, whether it's through the loss of something mm -hmm. or a loved one. And in this case, maybe the fall of our entire like social structure and security sure. and everything that we have identified with. Mm -hmm. And so the return is a natural part of that process. And you can see That's it right. in nature. The, the well, um, so there's, there's, there's a couple of things that we, that, that um, can used to amplify what you've been saying which is which is amazing is that so the 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 the, the experience of of neptune or let's let's label it um the experience of beingness mm. okay beingness itself so we if we observe a nature um what seems to be very clear is that each species or plant life let's uh, uh, appears to follow a set sequence of um, pattern of growth. And this pattern of growth happens at timings that 
we we as human beings don't interfere with unless we actively interfere with it um through sort of like experimentations and stuff mm. but what seems to be really organic is that things in nature uh through just being mm. exist and form a, a, a creative process so a, a flower for instance um knows within its own kind of uh, blueprint blueprint that mm. it doesn't bloom petals until it's reached a specific height mm. um and so on and so forth right so there, there's all of these things and I remember a while ago, I think it was like six years ago, came across this type of meditation where um, the encouragement in the meditation was to hold the state of what a tree was doing, which was ultimately in a, just a state of being. And mm -hmm. it was like really getting into that state of just being and then paying attention to your environment around you through that state of being. Mm -hmm. um, you know... Uh, recently within the last like uh, four months or five months um, uh, I introduced you to this this person called Peter Kingsley mm -hmm. and you know a lot of his work um, was about returning to the state of beingness mm. where the five senses themselves you engage actively and consciously mm -hmm. and and so to the point where it's almost uh, mimicking a state of Vipassana or the Vipassana meditation where you're just observing reality as it is. I mean, that's purity. That's Neptune in and of itself because there's no agenda. It's just observing it. Mm -hmm. um, and that state itself is just allowance. Yeah. And there's a, there's a beautiful truth in that, that creativity manifests itself in allowance. It arises, or the other way around, it arises, it arises from beingness. That. So from when within. was the last time that you were able to be hype, like amazingly creative when you were stressed out? Right. No, it does. It, it, it arises from within us. And ultimately, really, everything does arise from within. As if we are, by the act of just being... And allowing and just flowing what arises from within us from moment to moment to moment is all that really is mm -hmm. like the it's all that needs to be yeah and the more we're in that space the more we're in this constant flow where you notice that your mind or your like your consciousness is really just an observer of the life that your body is expressing right and i think the more we can be in that space the more well obviously this is the the nature of healing um a deepening our spiritual connection mm -hmm. to like that knowingness that we are completely interconnected with life right the to microcosm, see microcosm yeah to see our own part and role as an expression of life while living it that's right and how it's interconnected with everything else mm -hmm. and how nothing can be wrong in that space like nothing can be 
wrong. And even if we're we're journeying so far away from that, like I shared before about the the masculine, like if we if we venture so far away from our beingness mm-hmm. and completely forget everything that is natural within us and we spend all of our time in the past and the future and in anguish and anxiety and and stress and pressure and there is a point where it will just return so even that in itself is perfect it's like there that's is right. it, it it can't be wrong and and that's a, that's an important point to or something to highlight because uh, it 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 acknowledges that something that is of the origin um that the the that the forces of this natural phenomena mm. that that you talk about here will will reach a place where its natural state will lead back to returning yeah it's it's like it's innate it's mm-hmm. coded within its actual expression yeah um and that if we were to see the the marriage between heaven and earth in the context of this conversation at least and through the the language that we're using here um karma yoga yeah shows up which is the act of you know living a life where you are not only holding space in your your mind space but and your and your awareness but also living consciously through that law in service to spirit in service to spirit allowing yourself to be moved from within and and ultimately when you are in that space what moves you will be of a nature that is healing or like a natural in service in some way mm-hmm. that's right because the 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 what's inherent in the neptunian or pisces archetype is a union with meaning that is not from a it's not it's not uh, manifest externally and in order to and from my perception at least is and of what i've observed is that 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 service doesn't come as i said it doesn't come from an external um definition mm-hmm. it actually comes first through crisis which is the polarity point of pisces virgo it comes through crisis mm-hmm. and the crisis induces a state of um not only like paying attention to something but depending on the nature of the crisis of course it it's an internal relationship to something that is deeply unique to you. Mm-hmm. Okay, it induces a, a relationship that that becomes very unique to you, and in that uniqueness, the potential to find meaning can be then brought through a service. So you're moved by your meaning, and because it's the core of yourself, you don't need to go search for it it's an it's innate in you so you're actually expressing the the nature of your life um as mm-hmm. service and it becomes meaningful and so in that sense as well it, it doesn't it even leads you to 
to when your actions, when you're acting upon the meaning itself, it mm. fulfills you. And that's yeah. really ultimately the key to fulfillment is when the anima or the animation of your um, life is fully engaged. Mm-hmm. It's like in, in human design, for instance, if you're a projector and you're talking to a generator, the kind of conversation that would occur mm-hmm. through human designer's language is how does a generator feel satisfaction, mm-hmm. you know, through, through what it's responding to? Like, when does it go, oh, yeah, yeah well, I don't want to do that versus it alive. when mm-hmm. it comes alive? Mm. and when does a projector feel animated mm-hmm. through being seen in these things and th- that's another way to see this and to me that's what it's about in terms of living a life of meaning and fulfillment yeah and it does i mean that is that is the work for right. us to do here that is the service that's the work it's to become as pure an expression of your natural beingness Mm. as you can i allow in your creative essence to arise from within you and then naturally allowing that inspiration and creation and to to manifest itself in service to spirit like it it just is it's not even for a purpose it's just exactly it's It's not even for a purpose in that sense it's a natural manifestation yeah it can have purpose to you yeah because it it's it's obviously the the underlying drive that psychologically transforms your life yeah and that's this i suppose the the relationship of the inner planets to the outer because Uh the unconscious forces are still, they're the ones that are are coming through us in into the ego expression mm-hmm. or the, the individual expression that is more conscious. Yep. So we experience the conscious aspect of it and the unconscious is just always pulsing through us and the more you're bridging the connection between these two the conscious and the unconscious the more you can experience and witness the absolute unity of of those two aspects at all times exactly it's just that the difference between living an awakened life or not is just that you're aware of it or not yes yes exactly and and there is an innate acceptance of what's happening when you are aware of it whereas when you're not aware of it there's a lot more suffering and um hardship or challenges that are not that the the experience is still the same in my eyes it's like you still go through life it's just you experience it outside of yourself Mm -hmm. and you don't experience it as an aspect of you so what is outside of you 
your experiences happening to you. Right. Instead of happen like that the two are not separate. And I know this gets really No, no, it's like, perfect. Well, to me yeah. it sounds perfectly clear. Yeah. And maybe I'm a little bit biased towards the <laughs> the the nature of the conversation because I sort of spend time with you in that sense. But um Yeah. It it's it's very Neptunian. It's very Neptunian. And and I think the interesting thing about what you shared there as mm-hmm. was that's also what Neptune can represent or Pisces or yeah. spirit is that because the essence of its nature is so boundarylessness mm-hmm. that uh, it can also be immensely confusing. And yeah. I was thinking about that as well, that currently at the moment, the sun sort of has just crossed over Neptune. So we have an out, an inner planet, um, the inner planets and the outer planets make a conversation to each other. What that looks like in reality for us is a deeper sense of something that's beyond what we know mm-hmm. in the physical. Mm-hmm. A deeper sense of what we know um, that's not in the physical. And so we kind of like manifest a conversation like this that that inqu- like invites us to inquire about reality beyond not only our comforts, but also what we consider to be what's real or what is this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What's real. Right. What's real, <laughs> you know. Um, so we, we can talk about the nature of being awake in your own dream. Yeah. Your life is a dream. And we know that within the realms of Jungian um, uh, understanding, like the nature of your life is a dreamscape and the people that show up in your life and the experiences that that manifest themselves are all reflections of an inner dialogue that you're obviously having with your psyche. Now, that's deep. I wouldn't consider that to be deep, but I think it's a really deep thing to consider because it is, if you really, just for a week just sat and observed your dialogue with your own psyche and that people were mirrors to that, you'd find a ton of self-understanding. It becomes really, really like, (laughs) to me, when I explore that, that reality. And so when you explore the projection field, like... (laughs) So you're projecting your a reality like my experience of life is a projection of my consciousness and mm. m- my journey. And then everything I interact with is the things that I am like projecting as as an aspect of that consciousness and where I am in that journey. And aspects of the the totality that are projected outwards that are not me. Because if it was, then I would just not be here <laughs> because I would just be the totality. I would just be the ocean. But now, because I'm separate from that, I'm, I'm projecting outwards everything that is not. That's right. An aspect of the embodiment of myself Mm -hmm. and so therefore that's that but then you take every single one of us here and add the layer of that onto that and how we are all interacting in this and that's how we are kind of all walking each other home 
no matter what we're doing. Wow. I love that. We're all walking each other home. Sorry to interrupt, but yeah. that was amazing. I love that. And while you were talking, and specifically what you were talking about mm. in terms of the the um that that each each person shows up and and it it's a basically what what you were saying over there was that relationships and life itself mm. if you saw it through the unity would be that everything is is whole and that people that show up if you perceived yourself separate from them you would ultimately what would ultimately happen is that you wouldn't what what you would project outwardly um, yeah. the thing that you can't hold within yourself yeah ever. and that's what this is about it's like the realization of how much you're able to hold in yourself from the outside which is an which is an outer expression of the inner world yeah <laughs> and, and we can only be it's home. limited anyway because because we can only be an aspect of that like we're we're, we're our very blueprint is an aspect of it. It would never be everything. But even within that, we can become completely aware of the relationship between the inner and outer uh-huh. and how they just mirror one another consistently all the time. And that extends, obviously, so we, we look at astrology and and we are looking at the the relationship between the as above so below it's it's constantly there and and that means that on a larger scale the projection reality of our society and our world and everything that is and exists Mm -hmm. everything we see all aspects of it the the good the bad and the ugly you know everything is all a a reflection of what we collectively are not able have not been able to embody accept see become aware of within ourselves Mm -hmm. and so it's outside and it becomes yeah it's dismembered (laughs) it's dismembered and you can see life and your life as a journey of remembrance. Yeah. Remembering, right? Yeah. That's, that has been um, yeah. dislocated. Exactly. Um, Love that. And that's another, I mean, yeah, that, that's true. And that's why I think we're all walking each other home is such a profound sort of just, just an expression. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because each of us in a unified way are, if we're awake to it, which is to see it for what it is, yeah. Um, then everybody is kind of mirroring back to you what it is that you're ultimately trying to remember yeah. in that sense. And yeah. I mean, things like that was the thing that that got me to to really love about evolutionary astrology was that rooted in part of its philosophy was the understanding of that in its own perspective and um. That's part of that's part of that that lecture on on how relationships uh, he, heal each other. Or you know, talking about um, which lecture are you? Uh, the one I was <laughs> I was thinking about uh, Norwalk. Yeah. 
Right. So, so the lecture on um, relationships. The one, the one that you're going to hold yeah. at Norwalk. Yeah. Th- that's okay. right. I, 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 it's, it wasn't my first choice, but it's become my favorite conversation or topic. Like I just mm-hmm. see it everywhere, and I just, mm-hmm. what you were talking about right now was just really. Um, yeah, because that's a, like a huge deep. aspect of our projection field, and mm-hmm. we we do that mm-hmm. very much. We're consistently projecting our blind spots onto each other. Yes, and showing each other and re- revealing back the very things that we're we're seeking mm-hmm. to find in ourselves and. And it all really comes back to the the search for love and unity, and that's the the Pisces. That's right. You know, that's the return to <laughs> to spirit, to the ultimate the ultimate return. It's love, but but the love. It's not the romantic love. It's no. it's the absolute acceptance of everything that is. It would it would even be the force. That is, would you say that this would be uh, in some way, shape or form an accurate uh, comment that love is the force that is, that binds the unconscious and conscious together. So what I mean by this is when we're talking about the the process of remembering, Mm. love is that process that unites those two seemingly separate um, things they're not actually mm. separate it's just that there is an illusion that that manifests itself between two things yeah. which would be Saturn um, and that that illusion itself then uh, gives the impression that there's a separation there and they, they can be mm-hmm. a separation in the physical form because that and this is something that I think I wanted to, to add to was because I, I heard somebody talking about the other day was the this this dynamic between compassion Mm. in in a natural state versus applying compassion as a state to cover up pain it was yeah it was to do with so it was like applying a forgiveness when forgiveness wasn't naturally coming through the psyche in its natural form which was when you touch when you when you touch someone's pain with fear Mm -hmm. it becomes um what was the word? I do remember seeing something like that, but I can't remember. Yeah, it's like feeling sorry for them. Ah. Um, I can't remember the actual word. And then when you... Sympathy or something? No? No, no. no it was more like... Um, oh, what's the word? It will come to me. Anyway, mm. and when you when you touch someone's fear, um, pain with love, it's compassion. Mm-hmm. And that, that was the difference like you pity it was pity oh, pity yes, pity yes, yes versus that's compassion right. so it was mm. now it comes back to this beingness as well like when you when you look at that you can see that if you if you know that someone's pain is a part of their journey back to love then there's an innate acceptance of yes that experience as an as a a part of that journey now mm. you can only know that if you have walked that journey yourself, yourself. so 
our pain and our suffering ultimately leads us home to yeah. ourselves because yeah. it drives us into the deeper place. It, 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 it's like the water trinity there, yeah. isn't it? It's like yeah. the Scorpio to Neptune. Correct. So the, the loss and the, the fear and the suffering, everything ultimately leads us to seek mm. something beyond that. That's right. Mm-hmm. The law of impermanence <laughs> leads us to to seek what is greater than the impermanent. That's right. And which is why death itself can be such a profound transformational experience for people yeah. when it when it happens in their life or yeah. um, through extension through another person's life. You know, people. They, they, you naturally sort of ask a deeper question about life yeah. itself, which is what you were saying right in the beginning of this about, um, like facing your own death, facing the death of a loved one, facing mm-hmm. the end of anything. Yeah, it's all it 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 all it. The intention is to take us deeper. Yes. And. If we can be with that pain, that suffering, those experiences, then we can actually find that place. Like we can go into a space where we find something deeper. The The thing is, is what we tend to do is, is distract ourselves and make ourselves busy and, and just exhaust ourselves. Mm-hmm. But eventually that exhaustion also catches up with us and and it yeah. still leads back to love. So it's like all paths lead to that. And and like your question, um, I can't remember the question now. About but just love answer. being that, that force. Yeah, the force. I feel like, honestly, <laughs> and it feels so cliche to say this, but that everything actually is love. Because love in itself, and I feel like we've defined the word love in our human limited perception uh-huh. as something as something different to what it is it's like an idealized form of love like as if it's a perfection that we need to see yes. to to find and really love is everything it's the imperfection mm. it's where we are in every moment, in every place, in our entire existence is exactly what it needs to be. And that means that everything can't be anything but love mm-hmm. in its essence. In its essence, exactly. As in Neptune, you know, <laughs> it is the essence of everything is contained within it. Mm-hmm. Everything will, you know, nothing is separate from it so everything is love innately it's just the ocean of of what is yeah and how perfect everything is as it is and as i said even even the worst things because they all lead to the realization of that so no matter what it is it Mm. all leads to the realization of that so even if we've 
we've done bad things in our lives or we've had bad things happen to us and you know everything on some level eventually it it leads back there maybe not in this lifetime or maybe not until we pass right but it still leads back there and eventually Mm. i i think that that's that's a really profound thing to to realize i I think it's it's profound on many levels um because uh uh, we firstly I i don't think that we generally tend to spend a great deal of our time um in a day-to-day activities having to deal with the current state of life itself um seeing that reality and so we get sort of moments in our day where something shocking or something where we see some suffering on the internet right we're scrolling through our facebook mm. and we see a tragic experience it like almost brings us into that state of mortality and we feel yeah and and feeling of course is a huge part of this this dynamic of the water trine uh, essence because it's the mm-hmm. way that the soul communicates to us in physical form mm-hmm. um but i want to do to to say okay so if love itself is all that is then it sounds like the barrier or the force that merges the unconscious and conscious together is love because the boundary that divides the unconscious and the conscious is a, a, it's a natural boundary in our human psych, psyche and psychology because if mm-hmm. we were unable, if we didn't have that boundary, it would not be possible. We would just like, it's well, too much because it's it's too much so we can only contain what we're able to contain yeah yet that boundary is consistently softened through the experiences that we have in life and this is this is something that i've really Mm -hmm. really found tremendous amount of wisdom in Mm -hmm. is that if you notice that as a baby your skin's very soft and supple and you're in your youth parts Mm -hmm. particularly um like you know you know when you're really really young one two three four four or five years old um that that part even at six seven that that part of of your essence is still very neptunian it's still very love it's very conditionable you know mm-hmm, you're, you're mm-hmm. you don't have that filter no mm-hmm. but when you get older your skin manifests itself in a similar way that you're very sensitive you're very vulnerable you need a yeah. lot of care mm-hmm. and i would go as far as to say that there's this beautiful relationship to pisces and, and taurus in the chart the natural zodiac mm. Okay, and so what they translate to is that the waves of the ocean consistently like hit against the land and slowly over time, which is the aging process, the Neptunian field of the ocean life is like hitting itself against your physical form Mm -hmm. and you are sort of being eroded progressively but you are also at the same time softening and you, you, those boundary, the, the, the psychic boundaries that mm-hmm. is a representation of your physical body itself um, softens and you soften mm-hmm. to the nature of the unconscious. You soften to the nature of, of what you're here to remember. And so you notice that sort of at the end of your life, as you're processing the experience, there's deep wisdom that arises out of it. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things that's also true, I would say across the board, but you know, I'm sure there are many ex- exceptions, 
that people come to a realization about the things that they held like some some grudges for instance that dissolve they dissolve and they come into like the the last parting comments are tell this person i love them or you know i'm sorry Mm -hmm. that's forgiveness in a natural state because it's an acknowledgement of the protection or the boundary and so this that that well forgiveness is an acceptance in itself right and acceptance is love that's right exactly acceptance it's the same (laughs) thing it's like all of that it's a natural process it's not the forced forgiveness you know that we believe it's a the process of acceptance Mm -hmm. and i suppose we need we need the journey like we can't force any of these aspects in our awareness all we can do is just become be witness to it as much as we can but even that, even saying that contradicts the very nature of the acceptance of what is because that would imply that we need to be more aware than we are in any moment. And mm. maybe we are exactly where we need to be in every moment and that is just what is. You know, maybe we don't have to be anything more than we are. And the very acceptance of that leads to exactly, <laughs> exactly, naturally, exactly. It's just the acceptance of self, and I mean, I already have quite a, a um, Neptunian uh, nature with the South Node and Pisces and Neptune square the nodes, and and my experience of of what that means for me and and how that expresses itself in my consciousness Mm -hmm. but one thing that's really helped me well evolutionary astrology like ea studying and learning ea has really 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 shown me how everything is is perfectly as it is supposed to be and I, I repeat this in a lot of our podcasts that, that you know, you, you learn that everything is as it's supposed to be and the timing of things are reflected so perfectly and beautifully in the chart that, that you can't really, nothing could have ever been before or after what it was. Like the timing is, mm-hmm. things happen when they are supposed to. And they're not, it's not our doing, it's just, it happens through us or it, it, it's the timing of what is, it just is. And we are always striving and trying, but that's our mind, it's the developed mind. And, and just because we can see, like imagine the future doesn't mean we need to strive to be there. It's just that we allow ourselves to be where we are now. And the mind kind of becomes uh, our reflection of the past, of something that shows us where we have been. Yeah. But, and then what also human design has also really, really helped me um, like stay present with these with this awareness through its 
the constant reminders to allow the body to just be in its absolute natural state. So by knowing um, strategy and authority, which is the, you know, so I'm a projector and, and my authority is emotional, but m more so than that, to go deeper than that, it's just to allow the process of life to happen and to That's be a right. witness to it. Yeah. And by becoming a witness, you can just learn to see the projections that you carry mm. or the things that you are trying to embody. Yeah. And then your mind, by studying systems like this, you use your mind as a tool to understand the very things that disarm the mind from having authority in the yeah. life. Yeah, you were talking earlier, like uh, a couple of months ago, where that realization was very clear about how the mind through these systems is almost tricked uh, and you can kind of bypass it. Yeah. If I, if I understood it correctly. Yeah, when it's like the, it. the mind needs logic. Right. To let go of its, its authority. Like you have to explain to the mind why it's not in charge and it has to be able to <laughs> see it. So human design offers you... The, the proof the experiment of life so they call it the experiment so you you experiment with your strategy and authority the, yeah. well that's that's a logical process so that logical process is you learn theoretically what this is about and then you experiment with it right and as you experiment with it you get to have it proven to you for yourself so you use your your logic you use your mind to prove to your mind that the body is actually that it holds all the wisdom you need to navigate your life and that you don't need to be doing anything it's it's just such a journey of acceptance it's a very it's a very uh deep thing to contemplate when because in a world that we live in today the very notion or the very idea of not doing anything or a state of being as much as it has a lot of um, uh, power to it or not even power, but it has a lot of, of, of depth to it. Um, we are, we have established and, and built and integrated into a society that that's not very connected to that process. So oh, yeah. I think one, one thing that shows up definitely in the mind's process rationally is, okay, how, how is that even possible? Yeah, if I don't do anything, then mm. nothing's going to happen. If I don't make things happen, everything mm. will stand still or, or I'll starve and die or, you know, whatever mm. it mm. is. And, uh, and would you say that there's, there's, a, there's a crossover that actually has to take place for, for actively trying to live like that? Because I definitely feel for me personally that there is a, a natural crossover between stepping out of that way of thinking into or not even thinking but understanding and and, and being into uh that it's a progressive integration right, so exactly. it's like you have to you have to see it to know it and you have to try it to see it and and then it deepens and you relax into beingness mm -hmm. so you relax into yourself by 
consistently having experiences that reflect back to you the truth of that you don't have to make anything happen. So if you watch life happen, mm-hmm. and, and you know, I mean, we've been doing this for a while. We've been in a state of as much as, as possible, you know, integrating this this beingness mm-hmm. and and it means it's really really strange to see how things get done without making them happen which is a really profound thing because i have a direct experience of that um and then the polarity to that would be what do you mean by how does it get done? It it happens. The body does it. Right. It, it just. It's just the it, timing it of happens. how when it occurs. It flows. So it's it flow flows, states. It flows from within you, mm. and it happens. Mm. But there is no making anything happen. It's like you can be watching, and the body does its thing. It just does it. It 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 moves, and it it flows and it happens and there's no resistance and yep. the only resistance we can have sometimes when we're in this is when the body is doing and the mind is questioning sure so and and the where we can stop it is where we're expressing it so you know like someone asks you if you can do something, uh-huh. your body expresses a no. Right. Like you feel your whole body says no, uh-huh. but your mind says yes, of course, because you have to and, you know, there's Shoots responsibilities and, 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 and duties and friendships to uphold and all of these, all of these things. And we can withhold that no that the body yeah. is naturally expressing, but the body would naturally express the no anyway. It, right. Like it doesn't express it as in say it. Yes. But it's present. It's present to that. And that's, and that's a big part of what this and is about. And then we go against our flow if we say right. yes. Right, right. And then we experience challenges mm-hmm. to make ourselves do what is not happening in yeah. the flow. Whereas the polarity to that is... It can be things like, you know, really simple things. Uh, when I, not not <laughs> not that long ago, I, I went into our storage cupboard to... Yes, I remember. To, <laughs> to get out, a, I think it was a photograph. I was looking for a <laughs> photograph. And the photograph, the the box with with old photos happened to be like in the very deepest darkest corner of of our <laughs> very 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 packed but storage small. room <laughs> but small storage room and so in that moment what happened is i began emptying the entire cupboard and i say i like my mind was consistently going, oh, my God, are you really doing this right now? Uh-huh. Like, 
in the four years you've lived here and wanted to organize this place is now really the time to do it <laughs> at like eight o'clock at night on a on a weekday you know it was just it was it was not ideal in in my mental planning of things and how they would show up but it was happening and I just let it happen and yeah. to Simon's <laughs> when he came and and I'd emptied like the contents of the <laughs> the thing the cupboard into the entire hallway and and began organizing you know all all of these things into what's going to be thrown away and what's going to be organized and everything and 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 then he found himself also, you know, partaking in this <laughs> this experience. But th this job that would be, honestly, I couldn't face doing it in all the years. Like we we talked about it, we looked. It was like, oh, we're going to organize this thing soon. You know, maybe this weekend or ever. And the years passed, happened completely effortlessly like 100% effortlessly and it was completely unplanned it just happened in the moment and I don't know it was just perfect the way it it took place it just got done that's right and and what's also interesting is that if you if you hear what your mind was telling you that would be the perfect reason as to why things like that don't get done because the mind's going, well, this is not ideal. And, yeah, it's not a good time. Well, it's got, exactly, exactly. Whereas the body's like, I'm here. I'm doing it. Uh, I don't happening. really actually have a, a watch that was made by man. I'm just kind of in the state of, of what's organically here at this moment in time. And if we, if we allow that mm -hmm. state, which is the Neptunian acceptance, which is the beingness, yeah. uh, to be present as our mindset, um, we can actually see that we're actually connected to a flow that's organizing that. Yeah. And ironically, things that the mind would think are are going to be issues actually don't exist in that space. Exactly. Because it's like that's the perfect creative space for that to manifest itself. Yeah. You know, it's just how the mind uh, interacts with it in that, in that sense. And that Completely. is really a big part of what this conversation's about is well, that state yeah. of, of beingness. And... I saw, I experienced the same thing when um, creating the website and that also happened in a way like it didn't, uh -huh. it landed in our laps. Basically our entire like website crashed and That's right. it, we needed to to create everything from scratch and, and it was like, okay, so this is what's happening. There's uh -huh. an acceptance of what's happening. But then when creating it, my mind said, you know, you just, get this done three days you know you create something as quickly as possible and you get it up and running and and do that that's the logical thing but I was in a state of allowance of what was going to happen and only created from a space of creativity and inspiration yeah when that was available and that wasn't every day and it wasn't you know, it, it arose naturally in moments and it took three months, <laughs> but it happened effortlessly. Mm, mm. It happened, I wouldn't say effortlessly, like it, my mind would say, no, it wasn't effortless because there was a lot of research and things that had to yeah. happen, but they happened naturally. So it still flowed. Well, to add to that, in terms of things that weren't effortless in some way, um, what what 
I think is also important to to add to this was that as you were doing this process, as mm-hmm. you were putting this this website together and and allowing things to occur as they were occurring, not mm-hmm. you doing it, but the occurrence of them, so that the, yeah. the natural energy was mm-hmm. allowing them to manifest themselves. Um, just like with other scenarios in our personal well, life, every, the, everything we learn something. Mm-hmm. We 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 gain insight in something that we would otherwise not actually know. So we came across. Um, an experience where somebody was helping us. Mm. We call her Pim. That's her name. <laughs> and and we learned a lot about the way that we would want customer service to operate. Yeah, the reflection of things right? and our experiences. And yeah, absolutely. And, and it's so this constant interaction. Everything was giving it. And that, that's just this beautiful dynamic with with understanding uh, uh, scenarios. Let me let me kind of back up a little bit, yeah, because I, I feel like there's something beautiful to to add to what you were what you were already yeah. saying there to mm-hmm. really ground it was uh, earlier we talked about the unconscious, so Uranus, Neptune, Pluto, and those mm-hmm. types of planets in your natal chart, and when you have say an aspect occur to those outer planets, yeah, um, and that an experience might happen to you that might be difficult to actually understand the full extent or depth as to why that occurred yeah um and what i've observed and noticed is that there are transits that take place at a later point in your life where things actually make sense yeah, it's almost as if there's resolution to those things well it's unfolding layer after layer right, after right. layer yeah and and so the the there seems to be a pattern where if we are in a state of allowance Mm-hmm. and holding that space as this natural state, mm-hmm. then what's occurring for us in the immediate moment, even though we might not know the full extent or depth of it, if we are in allowance to it, mm-hmm. we are, from from what I feel and what I've observed and what I've had a direct experience with, mm-hmm. and also what I'm trying to say about the fact of uh, building this website, it took three months, but in that state of allowance, there were smaller pockets of information and truths and insights and and awakenings that were just like like just it it was almost like a gold mine and that's what's actually available in each moment there's always moments in in each of our day waking existence there are these pockets of deep insight that are available to us everything Mm -hmm. and in that state we can access that you know and and also when you when you engage in life in that way and you allow it to flow through you and what is naturally happening mm. you realize that what you create like so the website for example i don't really feel like i did it because i wasn't doing anything or mm. i was doing but i was it was happening yeah it happened mm-hmm. so it happened. i was present and witnessed it happening but it, it was all I was doing was allowing myself to be a vehicle for consciousness to flow yes. through it. So yes. again, there's that aspect of being in service to spirit. It's like Correct. it's flowing through you. It happens. It doesn't mean nothing happens. It means what happens <laughs> is beyond what you could like conjure up in your mind that's right and you also 
it's an awful experience to to witness it, mm -hmm. to witness yourself being the very vehicle yeah. of creation itself. And, you know, if you think about the current sort of um, popular dynamic that's occurring here, we're kind of stepping into a state of quantum understanding. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And these parallel sort of experiences that are in this Uranian field, this Uranian mm -hmm. field, quantum field, multiple states that can exist. Um, when we are in a state of acceptance and presence mm -hmm. uh, and we're allowing that to flow through us, uh, we not only can we be connected to a, a field, a unity field where mm -hmm. information is, is available and it's kind of like connecting us to these different things. But yeah. um, I, what I was trying to put across was that life itself and the creation itself, mm -hmm. as it moves through us, um, holds all of these different dimensions and yeah. we can have access to these different dimensions. Yeah. And we can shift and move. Physically, we don't actually move in that sense, but we our witness. awareness moves in that sense. And it does affect our biology, you know, as well. well yeah. Um, progressively, because the body itself is, is sort of a reflection of the material plane that operates in a, in a state that's different to, say, for instance, the, the, cons, the quantum realm. But... Well, you're not in a state of stress if you're in a state right. of allowance. Right. And it, you, you can't be... Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't mean we don't experience stress. I mean, that's, uh -huh. but that's the state of stress is always when your mind is engaged and thinks it has to be different, like yeah. things have to be different. That's right. And then we're trying to correct, autocorrect. And, and yeah. it's almost like this, this uh, 90 degree square issue that we have where our mind's going in one direction and the quantum field energy is moving yeah, us in a different direction. Yeah, because we're trying to fit our consciousness into this time space reality like into mm. what the form is demanding of us so it's going like like i said with the website you know i have to fix it in three days i have to put fit inspiration and creativity and and whatever it is into a time frame that seems to be the one that i think is yes is the one that is supposed to be you know instead <laughs> of just what is mm. well i've i've taken that approach actually again when um uh capricorn mm -hmm. right so capricorn saturn um if you are to see it this way it's a progressive action of choices so it's a progression a progressive action mm -hmm. of choices that slowly leads you in a direction over time mm -hmm. capricorn okay mm -hmm. So that's where the idea of patience is associated with or the wisdom associated with Capricorn is, mm -hmm. is the ability to allow things to occur as their time as time. Mm -hmm. And that creativity also is infused in that process. Mm -hmm. And with these two these two lectures, mm -hmm. um, what I've done is I've just paid attention to moments when I've just been kind of like, you know, scrolling through things or just listening. Mm -hmm. And when I've come across something that seems to really resonate with the essence of what I want to talk about in this lecture, then I extract it. And what shows up for me is instead of doing like building something over a week period, I've actually allowed this entire like six month process to build it. And what I've yeah. gained out of these things is like really, really, really like specific 
things that emphasize exactly what it is. And so the creative process itself becomes this beautiful unfolding of something. Yeah, so the lecture is, or what is going to come out of you is going to come through you. Yes. And you're allowing life to, to provide exactly what you need over the time yes that leads up to that it might be a good time to tell people about the lecture that you're referencing so yes the two lectures that i'm going to be um holding are at the astrology uh, conference called norwak and this is going to be taking place from the 21st of may till the 24th of may um 2020 and this is in seattle and uh we'll post the link uh, in the description below and the two lectures are going to be um, understanding the natural zodiac, uh, the the key to archetypal uh, synthesis, and the other one is going to be an astrological exploration of relationships as a pathway to the soul, mm-hmm. which um, to me there's a lot of like so much value in it. So I can't wait to actually put that together and mm-hmm. and share it. Uh, I mean, those are insights that we've gained through our um, work here. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think that's a good way to, to end today's conversation. I definitely had loads of fun, uh, you know, exploring this, this, uh, topic. And I think that it's something that can be explored even further and, you know, as always. Yeah. It was a great conversation. Yeah. So, um, we'll, we'll put a a link to our website in the description below. And if you find, you know, value in what we're saying. If you feel that this, you want to work with us in some way, shape, or form, um, just click on our website and uh, look at the things that we we offer over there, and uh, you know, get in contact with us as well. Uh, we've got loads of courses. I mean, you've mm-hmm. uh, that are that are there as well. So yeah, Perfect. and uh, okay. Well, for me, thanks very much for listening, everybody. Yeah, thank you. Take Bye. care. Bye. Bye.